Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the greatest movie of all time, Back to the Future, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And the news. <laughs> it's wow. so important that you get that bit in. I know. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, joining us this week is a musician and uh, voice actor Scott Tofty. Hello, Scott. Hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, all right. So uh, today we are uh, we are looking back at minute uh, forty six, which mm. begins with uh, Stella telling Sam to come in here for dinner, and ends with with uh, Marty sa- telling Lorraine, "Yeah, you know we have, and we don't know what." She should know that they the have. suspense. Yes. Cliffhanger. Um, so the Baines family. Yeah. That's the Baines. The Baines. The um, they're so prototypical. <laughs> they well, they're they are, except that there's like twice as many of them as there should be. <laughs> yeah, it is it is um it is weird that we we just don't because uh, neither of, uh, you know, with the exception of Joey, Lorraine never references her brother or her sister. No, no. And and speaking of which, because like, OK, so the the Banes are obviously uh, Stella and Sam, the, the matriarch and patriarch. Mm-hmm. And then you have Lorraine, uh, mm-hmm. who was born in uh, 1938. Yeah, just uh, so much, yeah. so much older than the other children yeah at least five years older the next the next youngest is milton who was mm-hmm. 43 then sally in 49 then toby in 51 joey in 54 and then the unknown uh sixth child uh who has no reference to their name or even them existing uh to uh who who was born in either late like late November, December 55 or sometime in early 1956. Do we know that that is their kid? Who else would it be? I just like a, like a friend over, like maybe like maybe like Milton's friend. Who? I, Toby? The kid next to Lorraine? No, that's Toby. Oh, that I'm talking is- oh, about okay. I, I'm talking about the 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 child that Stella is obviously pregnant with. Oh, pregnant oh, with. Pregnant, oh, baby. yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know that's often not talked about. I totally forgot that she's. I like, didn't even you see it. I didn't even no one ever addresses it. She's, she's wearing right. that that big uh, the thing. Yeah, it's well, just a weird little fun detail, I guess. If yeah. if I had to guess, I would guess this is a very religious family mm-hmm. uh, who does not believe in contraception. <laughs> I, um, I think that's accurate. And is living in a time when you know money is uh, uh, abundant enough to be able to feed eight hundred children without much of a worry, and you know, by a TV set. And by a TV set. Yeah. They're a luxurious family. They are upper middle class, if not lower upper class. Yeah. yeah. TV you know, sets. Bottom, bottom the t- the TV set of the size that they have, which is a 17-inch television, mm-hmm. uh, which weighs 80 pounds and would have cost $140 in 1955, which was equivalent to $1,000 in today's so money. Let me put that in perspective for you. My dad went to college. My dad is 70 five now and he went to college in uh, at a private school in you know upstate new york in the 50s 200 dollars paid for his entire college tuition <laughs> oh man so just so you know this family they're doing okay oh he could have had a tv though 
My dad did have a TV. He was actually one of the first families on the block to have a TV. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um, yeah, I I love that this is that uh, Lorraine's family is getting their first TV set the same day that she was supposed to have met her husband. <laughs> like, I just that that is a lot of things to happen in one day. Yeah, like, it's a big very, day. Yeah, it makes <laughs> sense why Sam hit George with the car. Because he was so excited to get home with the new TV set. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was just like, oh, I got a new toy. I got to play with it. <laughs> there's there's got to be something in the, uh, the, the sort of science fiction uh, undertow of this movie that makes this, this, this week in 1955 so, like, important between TV sets and, you know, m another member of the family and meeting your husband and all these crazy things that happen during this week yeah. that make Back to the Future possible. I would love to see like some cool fanfic writer like suss out the the science and the, the the crazy like black hole theories about this. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's out there somewhere. Um, I I I also love that this movie does something that you wouldn't think it would do because okay, if the movie is at its heart about the relationship of it's about the father son relationship you know mm -hmm. it's about marty and george and you know the whole concept of the movie goes back to bob gale looking at a picture of his father in a yearbook and saying i wonder if i knew my dad when we were the same age if we would be friends so the whole movie is based around the idea of a father son relationship and friendship and that stuff what you have in common with your with your father I think it's interesting that because like if that's what the movie's about, it's weird to me that we know nothing about <laughs> George's family. Yeah, like little to nothing. Nothing. We never meet his father or his mother or any siblings or anything. We're just I guess we just assume that he's an only child um, or possibly maybe he killed his parents. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, like, do, do we want to look into the life of George McFly? I don't know. Like, this, I, I don't mean, know. I mean, I mean we know that he's got, movie. <laughs> he's got a really nice clothesline in his backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Baines, Gaines. It's close. <laughs> it's it's really close. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I wonder if George just li lives a real, like, Norman Bates kind of life. Yeah, like the like like there's like the decaying like corpse of his mom. Yeah, like, God, that there there there's your there's your psycho That's the fanfic remake. right there. There's your psycho <laughs> remake. They should have gotten Crispin Glover instead of Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah, he was right there. Yeah, um, it was right right there, right there I on could, the Universal lot. I could spend this whole minute just uh, watching Leah Thompson. Oh yeah, I yeah. I love she's so it, it's it's. I don't know how what she's doing exactly, but there's something about the way that she's performing Lorraine, and maybe mm -hmm. it has to do with that little tidbit that we keep coming back to, which, Tofty, if you don't know about this, the way that Leah Thompson would get into character as Lorraine was that she would sit in her trailer and listen to Mr. Sandman over and over and over again. Well, like, God. like wandering, basically wandering until she went, in, yeah, well, yeah. Basically until she went insane enough to be able to play this character. I mean, there's a little bit of like crazy insanity, like uh, like uh, not a stalker vibe, but like a exasperated kind of 
Twitter. Uh, she's, no, she's, I want to. I'm going to go with stalker. I'm going to say stalker. I'm going to stick with that. She's yeah. Twitter page. She's got a. <laughs> yeah, she's got like this exasperated, breathless kind of wonderment about her through all these scenes that are. Mm-hmm. Really, like she always sounds like she just ran a marathon every time she talks. <gasps> yeah, we can stay in. <gasps> oh my God, Marty. <gasps> yeah, you know. she's also she's got a um, like a Beatlemania vibe a little bit too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, where you could totally see her Manic. being one of those girls, like waiting for them to come out of the airport, yeah. teetering on the edge of uh, insanity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She is also she's adorably excited when um, the dad announces that the TV is ready. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's so happy because because I think she wants to impress Marty. You know, yeah. She was like, "We have a TV set," and then yeah, he, and then he has to be a real dick about it and say they have two. We're Catholic. The, <laughs> the best line of this whole exchange at the Baines house is when the mom drops the you know dinner. Yeah, that Lucille Ball <laughs> kind of delivery. I think it's the fact that these parents are so cookie cutter out of like a Leave It to Beaver episode. Yeah, is great to me. And uh, speaking of uh, cookie cutter American families, uh, I, I have just a, a, a few notes about two of the Baineses. All right. Uh, so Milton Baines, uh, him, him of the coonskin cap fame. Jason Hervey, Wonder Years. Jason Hervey of the Wonder, kind of a, a staple of the mid eighties. Yeah, Wayne, um, Wayne Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, so not only the Wonder Years, another kind of exercise in nostalgia. Uh, he was um, featured in an episode of Punky Brewster, mm. Simon oh. and Simon. Um, one of my favorite performances by him was EJ in the Monster Squad. Oh yeah, that is him. Yeah, he's the bully. Yeah, and, he was. Uh, he was usually a bully. He looks yeah, like a bully. He just has Look one of those him. faces. He just yeah. looks like a those uh, and. <laughs> oh, never mind. I take it back. How did I? How did I miss this? Um, my favorite performance. Uh, he was Kevin Morton in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, uh, totally. where he like steps on the nun's foot. Right. I have been ready since day one. <laughs> Roll. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. The, another interesting thing to note about Milton is that that coonskin hat that he's wearing. Uh, that actually became a staple of the character Vern Brown in the Batman or Batman, Batman <laughs> back, yeah. to, back to the future, the animated series. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so well, that, and it ties funny. in nicely earlier to the movie because in the, the record shop window, they're talking about the ballad of Davy Crockett. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, right. It yeah. was, uh, it was like the number one huge national fad. Right. And it, and it came to uh Hill Valley about a year late. Yes. Uh, so I'm so, sure the coonskin hat was discounted we, at this point. Can we also take note? I believe he's wearing like cowboys on his shirt. He's like a cowboy print shirt. Yeah. Which before they even thought about making a Back to the Future three, it's funny how that ties together. That yeah. happens. There, there's a lot of little things like that where it seems that they came up with the concepts for the sequels by mining things in the background and little details yeah. that they put into the first movie. Yeah. Where they, the sequels weren't planned at all. But they were like, let's make it seem like they were by really like digging deep and digging mining. Through. Yeah. Mining yeah, like, what we what, already what, did what, so it'll yeah. look like we actually know what we're doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a it, – yeah, it does kind of almost seem like, well, they had to have known. Yeah. There's, there's things like, you know, Doc Brown being like, my favorite period of time, the Old West. Right. Uh, and then – or yeah, but then he also references like how much he's always wanted to travel like, you know, 25 years into the future. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Stuff like that is interesting. Um, yeah. I, I like that a lot. But I do think it's weird, though. It's super weird that Vern has the uh, the, the coonskin hat because his, he has nothing to do with the Banes or the McFlies. Yeah, no lineage at all. None, none whatsoever. <laughs> so it's like this bizarre ode uh, to this character. That... I mean, it's also entirely possible that that kid hunted and killed that raccoon himself back in like 1890 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like he was, he's just, he's just earnestly true. wearing a coonskin cap. That's he actually started true. the trend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like uh, that. Another... It just keeps my head warm. What? Yeah, what are you talking about? Another alumni of the Wonder Years is um, the other Banes, uh, Maya, Maya, Maya Bruton. Uh, who, who is, is that Sally? Yes. Uh, okay. She was in an episode, she was in two episodes of the Wonder Years as Linda Sloan. Um, and more importantly, she was uh, Shelley Lewis in Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Oh. And uh, she was also in uh, Adventures in Babysitting as Sarah. Okay, all oh. right. So, yeah, it's all went under so, prominent careers. You wait, know, yeah, Sarah, the, wait, is Sarah Thor girl? Oh god, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I haven't either. Um guess we have to cover it minute by minute. <laughs> Put it, add, it, add it to the list. <laughs> Chris Columbus directed that, right? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. You know that what? As we uh and I'm I'm sure this is only going to keep being the case as we as we meet more and more of like the denizens, the citizens of Hill Valley, but it really feels like every time we run into like a one line, three line character. We look into their their past, and they were sort of like staples of kind of classic eighties uh, television mm-hmm. and film. Uh, yeah. So, so I just looked it up. Sarah is in fact Thor girl. Boom. Nice. So that so Thor girl is in Back to the Future. Yeah, that's amazing. The mom from Gremlins, Thor girl, and and. <laughs> And Wayne Arnold from the Wonder Years. That is just a that is just a dude. That kid that that played Teen Wolf was in it too. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, the kid from Teen Wolf. Yeah, to say nothing of the dad who was like every damn (laughs) character in Shira, as we learned last week. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, that's some good stuff. Wow. And uh, the the baby in the basket is actually. uh, I mean, uh, Uncle Uncle, the baby Uncle Jailbird Joey is actually uh, Walking Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, grew up weird. <laughs> I mean, he he would never come out of that. Yeah. Never come out of that playpen. Um, yeah i i like uh, I like the idea that he says, "So you're my uncle Joey." Marty says that to this kid out loud. And it, yeah, and it makes me and it makes me realize. I mean, he says it out loud, but he says it. You know, oh, yeah, he's yeah. like kneeled down, so yeah, you, it, it's it's mm-hmm. it's movie volume. Sure, um, <laughs> where no one stage can hear whisper. what he's saying, even though stage he's whisper. yeah, <laughs> right, stage <laughs> whisper. Um, so, so you're my uncle Joey, which makes me realize at this moment. Marty has never, never. met his uncle Joey. <laughs> so you're Uncle Joey. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of uh, that kind of negates our theory from a few weeks ago, where we were we speculated that maybe like Marty visited his uncle Jailbird Joey in jail like once. Yeah, no, never, never, no, no, he's never what a met sad his uncle family. Joey. Yeah, like what you've never, I don't know, but have you met all of your uncles, Scotts? Uh, I have a 
billion and a half uncles. I have a huge extended family, so no, I, I absolutely have not met. I've met a lot of them, but not all of them. Sure, I, you met you've met the ones that you love, but there's like. I mean, my like, thing is, if I've met some ones you know. <laughs> you don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, uh, coming from a, an Italian family, like we have one wedding in the in the family, and it's just like, oh, I've met everyone. Okay. Oh, yeah. Look, we're both named Scott, and we're both Italian. Great. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, there's a few. Uh, I, I've met almost everyone in Texas because that's where I grew up. But then there's always like those outliers, like oh, your uncle, you know, so and so up in like you know Arkansas. Like, well, I'm never going there, you know. So it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I actually have some family in uh, in Illinois that I like have no excuse not to like seek out. Yeah, my my thing like with my family, like all of my family is either in Florida or in uh new york and new york slash jersey like they're right all in that area so it's just so it's like anytime there's any kind of wedding it's like we're either the people from florida are flying to new york or the people from new york are flying to florida either way you meet everybody Um, you know what's kind of odd about this scene too and i I hadn't thought about it until you brought that up is like marty goes in he meets this whole family of people and he he doesn't look like he recognizes a single one of them. Like the only one he pays any attention <laughs> yeah. to is his mother. Like he apparently maybe has never met his grandparents before. Yeah, that is actually really weird. Like, like that's he never uncle. met any other uncles and aunts. Well, let's like, be let's. I mean, let's let's go ahead and and I mean let's let's talk about the sad truth here. They're Irish. Uh, Sa- Sam is definitely dead in 1985. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, Heart attack. Heart attack at like 60. Oh yeah, that's that's a guy. That's a guy who eats a lot of red meat. Um, smokes a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, and and he, I'm thinking he had heart attacks before heart bypass surgery was a thing. Hey, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. he's that, he's done. I I mean, I'm I'm looking at that guy, and I'm like, you've got maybe ten years. Like, that, <laughs> that, that like homeboy never even made it to Star Wars. No, Which explains why he didn't Joey's even make it to the seventies, dude. <laughs> like the parents are gone. Everyone just the whole family just goes to you know absolute chaos. And- yeah, run wait, off yeah, and... that's actually really sad. Like, did Marty grow up without any grandparents? I think it that's seems true. Like he grows up with no grandparents, no aunts, uncles on his mother's side. Yeah, at least, I mean, George I mean, Lord ate knows his what his parents, father had. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I mean, it it seems obvious to me that his family in '85 doesn't get a whole lot of help um, sure, outside of outside sources. Out, yeah, yeah, from outside right. outside family. Like, it doesn't yeah. really seem like doesn't really seem like her family i mean they don't her her family doesn't seem super close now i mean they're they're so excited to to eat dinner and watch tv because they they finally don't have to talk to each other yeah it's actually <laughs> can i um does that the growing up there was always something um watching movies and tv shows there was always something really sad about uh families that watched tv during dinner but i think it's just because like for me personally growing up like we had a very strict no no tv during like dinner policy right yeah, we uh, had that for a while and then we started to run out of things to talk about sure. <laughs> yeah uh, that changed real quick <laughs> <laughs> i remember the only deal was like we usually uh we had dinner at seven because the simpsons were at six thirty. Mm-hmm. so like normally the simpsons was wrapping up right as like dinner was ready nice i couldn't miss the simpsons good that yeah, was my I mean, jackie gleason <laughs> he's sam is really into jackie gleason yeah he doesn't I, even call it the honeymooners he calls no. it jackie gleason Wait, but i love that well, that's, that's like watching family matters and calling it urkel hey yeah you know no 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 i mean that's that's totally what my family called that show yeah like my mom was just like oh steve urkel's on yeah 
you know. Well, well you know, Glee, Jackie Gleason was a huge, huge deal back huge then. Huge star. Too. Oh yeah. So I've got, I've got lots like, of stuff on uh, Honeymooners uh, tomorrow. But nice. Um, well, but yeah. especially like for the working class American guy. I mean, Jackie Gleason was kind of like. You know, he's sort of the Archie Bunker of his day. Or yeah. The, uh, I feel whoever, like Fred Flintstone, if you will. Yeah. yeah or whoever I, Ed O'Neill was in All in the Family. <laughs> I feel like if it was socially acceptable, I think Sam Baines would have a poster of Jackie Gleason like on his on his like bedroom wall, you know? Yeah. Just be like, this is, this is my hero, you know? Like, yeah, he hits his wife the, and it's funny. The, <laughs> the Beatlemania runs in the family a little bit. Everyone's got a hero. Everyone, I think yeah, so. Da- Davy Crockett from Milton. <laughs> Family is full of obsessive individuals. Yeah, <laughs> just, just a weird family. They, um, the look of delight family. as uh, as as the as the parents like settle into like watching the honeymooners. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen my parents that excited to watch anything on TV. Like even the Cowboys. Like they're just like, no, the Cowboys are on. But like, I mean, what if you put it in perspective a little bit too? Like, think of the first time you were on the internet. Like, this is a huge deal. Like, that's television. very true. I that, very yeah. Like that might even be the bigger deal. It's like, oh my god, there's other people moving on a screen in front of us. What is this witchcraft? I remember the first time I was on the internet in my bedroom, like by myself. Like my dad like hooked up the internet in my bedroom, and I was like in my room hearing the little dial-up tone, and I was like, wow, guys, I can surf the internet on my phone. Look, my bed's over there. Like (laughs) this is amazing. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Does anyone else have (laughs) anything else about this minute? Um, the baby's wearing stripes and that's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. Uncle Joey's Uncle Joey's not only <laughs> behind bars, but he's also wearing stripes. It's kind of sad because he's so you know. There's something to be said about like the nature of like you know human purity and like the corruption of you know because it's like he, that baby was screwed from the get go. Yeah. yeah, it's like that could be a murderer because we we don't know what he did. Yeah, it's true. We have our theories, but we don't know. Yeah. It's like, oh, there he is, little baby Walter He White. murdered the rest of his family. That's why Marty has no uncles or aunts. Oh. Yes. Oh. George ate his. Joey, <laughs> you know, throat slit his. Yeah. Which just makes Marty being like a really honest – like the more I find out about both of these bloodlines, the less and less <laughs> sense anything about Marty makes. I mean, we don't even need to get into how the McFly family back in the 1800s was married to a woman that looked just like Lorraine. Oh, Bates, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, we're, we're not talking about that for a couple of years, but <laughs> that's, there's something funny going oh, on. Oh, yeah, that's there totally saying. is. Um, some respect for Milton. He, uh, not Milton, but the dad is uh, Sam is just drinking a Miller Lite with dinner. Yes. It's Miller wine. time. It's Miller champagne time. of beers, you know. The champagne of beers. Um,. All right. Well, uh, that's it for this for for today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with minute forty seven. In the meantime, you can uh, go to our website, backtothefutureminute.com, and leave comments, or you can email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. Follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, like us on Facebook, leave some iTunes reviews, because that really helps people find the show. And then check out our other podcast, Not Writing, uh, the podcast Nick and I do that's sort of just a – you know, we're, we're writing partners, and when we're not writing, we uh, record that podcast sometimes, and we just talk it's about a clever title. We want. Yeah. Um, and then The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast that we do with Cassandra Fredrickson, and then, of course, premiering January 6th, Geek by Night, which uh, Tofty is one of the many stars of. I've heard that was a good one. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be a good time. Um, and then, of course, check out the other uh, podcasts in the Minute family. 
uh, Goodfellas Minute and then our Patriarch Star Wars Minute, uh, both of which are going strong with daily podcasts. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird family because we're not like really related. Right. Um, but yeah, go check those guys out. Star Wars Minute are, uh, God help them, covering Phantom Menace one minute at a time. Oh, no. Saints. And, uh, and it's it's phenomenal. Um, it's so good. Uh, Something about that movie has to be. It's yeah, they're they're doing great work over there. God's work, if you will. Uh, and then and then Goodfellas uh, continues to be uh, fantastic. So go check those podcasts out. And we will see you tomorrow with minute forty-seven. Bye. Bye. Bye.